Hello friends, here we are again, hunkered down by the digital campfire to listen to a couple of tales from the imaginary world. First, we consider crows and their apparent lack of concern for the refinements of life, such as orderly behavior and good penmanship. The poem is called Crows with Bad Writing. Half a hundred rowdy crows mobbing overhead like junior high students bursting out the doors on the last day of school. Unlike their disciplined cousins, the starlings, who flock together in the thousands to swoop and soar and veer in perfect unison, fashioning exquisite calligraphic characters on the blue tablet of afternoon, the crows have no regard for precision aerobatics and beautifully formed letters. They challenge and argue and egg each other on. They fly randomly hither and yon in a shapeless clump, filling the air with their illegible scrawls. From here I can watch and appreciate the raw energy and the raucous anarchy of their fuck-you exuberance, as long as I'm not the one who has to keep their attention or decipher their homework. Some years ago, a professor pal of mine told me about a student who wrote this sentence, the cup is fraught with coffee. That's just too good to pass by. So here's a poem with that name, the cup is fraught with coffee. Still a little bleary from the night before, I approached the mug warily, imagining all that could go wrong. With a hasty first sip, I could scald my tongue. A clumsy grab for the handle, and I could spill the steaming black liquid in my lap, at the very least ruining a good pair of khakis, or worse, burning myself in the second or third degree. But my caution proved effective, and I avoided mishap and catastrophe. After breakfast, I headed to town on my bike, whose tires were fraught with air, and could blow out at any moment, causing a sudden jolt and swerve, hurling me over the handlebars to land on the cold, hard concrete in front of an oncoming bus. Dangers abounded throughout the day. The streets were fraught with cars, the cars with heedless drivers. My lunch bag was fraught with sandwiches and fruit. Was the peanut butter rancid? Did the apple, was the apple rotten? Had the blackberry jam expired? Banks were fraught with imaginary money. The library was fraught with books, calling everything into question. It was nerve-wracking navigating my way among the many perils and hazards, and I am relieved to be unwinding now on a nighttime stroll through the neighborhood. The houses settle in snugly next to each other with sighs of contentment and self-satisfaction. The big storm we're expecting hasn't occurred yet, but the temperature is dropping. The wind is picking up and the sky is fraught with clouds. That's it for now. I'm going to go check and see if the big jar in the kitchen is fraught with cookies and to investigate the cacophonous calling in the front yard. This is me, Buff Whitman Bradley. Thanks for listening, and adios until next time.